Coming to direct from the After Hours Lounge in the back room of the best cigar shop east of just west of this very location, it's the Cigar Hacks, better known as a bunch of hacks, talking cigars, etc. Our panel of hacks for this is Dominator. 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 Welcome back, everybody. Glad uh, to be here. The Reverend Harvey. Hallelujah. 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 Hello, everybody. Hope you're having a good uh, week so far. We're at a cigar store uh, lounge here. The federal. Federal. Yeah, it's going to be a good show. Get you a cigar or a pipe or sure. uh, get you a nice chair, get you a nice uh, adult drink and sit by. We have a good show for you tonight. Okay, Nurse Rick. This town needs an enema. Hey, enema boys here at Federal Cigar. In Epping. In Epping, New Hampshire. In the Culebra Lounge. Yes. It's the Culebra. 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 Club. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. We got a couple of special guests. We do. We have the... We have, go ahead, Ricky. Lithuanian linguistic specialist, Mr. Dave. <laughs> How you doing, everyone? Thanks for coming to visit us today. Thank you for having Good us. Good job, Ice Ice Baby. The moment you had when that song was out, you must have been killing it. And we hearing too, my friend. And we have a very, very famous man, formerly of my mother's cigars, <laughs> Mr. Jeremy. Uh, yes, sir. How are you? My kingdom. I was finally there. Fresh Prince. A little bit, right? Prince yeah. of LA. Could be. Okay. Could be. Yep. Good job. All right. Of course, this is your humble announcer, producer, Cigar Hack Dave. Oh. Who are you? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> to the man! I'm late to you, too. A legend! <laughs> Nothing little post-editing will fix it. Yeah, I don't want to pick that up. Our segments include Hidden Earth, Blind Cigar, Cigar Review, Current Events in the Cigar World. We've got another whole list of current events for Harvey to read tonight. All right. We got the local spotlight cigar lounge review. We are sitting in a beautiful lounge. This place yeah, is this, this is super gorgeous. Yeah, it's a very it's nice really lounge. Nice. Mm-hmm. Did a nice job renovating this one, huh? Yeah, sure. That's yeah. one of our new words. Yeah, has <laughs> got it looking nice for sure. <laughs> Renification. Okay, conspiracy corner where we expose the ugly underbelly of possible truth along with the hidden earth reveal, hidden earth recap. Find us all over the internet, usual places: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, cigarhacks.com, and yeah. Pornhub. Yes. And Pornhub. Yes. Check Does us, it make you a bad Check person. us out. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you got to take matters into your own hands, boys. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, a don't ask, don't go. tell shop. Yeah, All right. Whatever's oh. clever. All right. So, so here we are in, this in the sucker. Uh, Calibra. Culebra. So Culebra. just so you know, yeah. So let me. I got to get the Everybody says, right. doesn't matter. Everybody says that. A Culebra yeah. cigar is traditional, obviously, in Cuban heritage. The people that work. As the rollers and boncheros in the factory are allowed to basically smoke one cigar per day. So what they would do is they would take the softest of tobaccos yep. and make a braid, if you will. So it's yep. three cigars wrapped around each other, right? Uh, That's yeah. a culebra. But when you undo it, it's really three individual cigars. So when you unravel it, 
they become unraveled. You smoke one at a time. It's basically three cigars. So when we came up with a name for the club, Culebra Club, yep. we just thought it was a good play on words. That's all. That's yep. good. It's very nice. Oh, now you got a little back special yeah. delivery. Wow. wow. He's got pineapple juice. We hope you're happy over that. Say thanks, Nate. Thanks, Nate. That's the Tron Bombs. Yeah. All right. Thanks. That's you got Put it on there, yeah. So. So all we need is a couple of glasses with some ice in it. We'll sure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah, whip this some, right up. A couple of How many? Three, four? Does the Reverend drink, too? Yes. Oh, I right. drink, yes. Good. Reverend, good. Reverend good. Podcast, You're not one of those Catholic priests. I like I'm, that I'm flexible. I'm flexible. Hey, good for you. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, good job. Uh, all right. Let's get into the... <laughs> let's get into hey, the... Hey, her get hammered. Tie one on. Why don't yeah. you describe this? So it's really kind of awful because I've been very sick the last week. But, I mean, like, uh, obviously... Well, Nice looking rapper, good appearance. You know there are three caps here, right? I'm not not seeing this correctly. So it's oh, yeah. I don't know. It's got like a bron- I don't want to say a bronze taste. Mineral, like uh, not acidic. I'm trying to describe a mineral that's not acidic. That's like acidic at the same time. Almost like Mime, if you had, that makes sense. No, but you know what I mean. It's like got a mineral component. We, a lot of times when you taste cigars, you taste the topsoil. You taste things that are like the farm, right? And a lot of Nicaraguan stuff you can is discernible, right? Dominican stuff, discern you know it right away. This has got a very nice minerally like cold draw for me, but also keep in mind I've been pretty sick since Thursday, so uh-huh. I'm getting out of it now. Mm-hmm. I really space this pot out, but I'm dying to like this pig. I'll tell you that right now. All right, Nate, you gonna have one yourself? No, no. no. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Nate. Can you get two more of those cups? I'm sorry, bud. Thank you. What kind of wrapper is this? Is this a Maduro or is it a Broadleaf? Well, so when at first when they yeah, unraveled it, I thought it was Broadleaf, yeah. but I don't know. We got to see. I'm trying to see what happens when he lights it there. See, little veiny. Mm-hmm. All right, let's light these bones. Works for me. Okay, oh, cold draw, full yeah. of flavor. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean about the mineral thing on the yeah. cold draw. Mm-hmm. Almost like coppery though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like a coppery. Sometimes type you get hay and tinny. dirt and that can take it in. It's tinny, tinny. Mm-hmm. coppery, mineral, bronzy. Yeah. Tinny. It really yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Which, again, is not, keep in mind, it's not like it's been manufactured to taste that way. It's just like a banyard type of mm-hmm. flavor. Yeah. It's got a really nice foot smell. Hay like, tinny, yeah. bronzy ish. Yeah, I'm catching that mineral hay and uh, mineral earthy taste for sure. Now, see, it smells much different, though. See that? Well, I'm not getting a pepper blast, so I'm not guessing Nicaraguan. Well, you can still make light-bodied cigars without all strong fillers in them in Nicaragua. All right. Well, let's see. You might be surprised. Dave? Yes. Double Robusto? Robusto? Yeah, so this, this is like, still a 50 ring gauge. Yeah, so it's like a 6x50, so. Yeah. You don't tomorrow. think I'll guess it? It's like a Robusto or a Toro, depending on how they want to classify it. Well, we can't guess yet. Just chew on it for a minute. Let's oh, not, you know, jump right to it. Because we get a million get a guesses going on. And, oh, yeah, there you go. So this strawberry. That's strawberry. Let me see how that one It's goes. got a real good draw to it, too. Last year, I had 100 guesses. This year, I only have three. Well, each, each show. Ooh, that's good. But I'm going to like. It tastes good right away. It is a broadleaf wrapper, by the way. This is my first guess. I'm going to show you. You so, can tell me what you think. Well, just having a podcast juice. Who else wants one? I'll have one. Uh, yeah, I'll take one. You guys win. I have to try it out, huh? Okay. Uh, this is a nice cigar. Ricky's guessing already over there, huh? What do you got? Guardian of the Farm. He thinks uh, it's Agonorsa. Nightwatch. That, no, it's not. It's not Agonorsa, right? No. It is not a 
Contender, Ricky. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm smoking the contender packs, and that's why I'm saying it. Yeah. Yeah. The last it's, two it's strong though. It's the last two like hidden herbs were contenders. Okay. And so the two guys count down contenders, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Cigar Authority mm-hmm. contenders. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have to say, so far of that contender series, yep. I like the previous years. I really do. Hate to say it, but. Well, it's just whatever came yeah. out this year, so that's the thing. So Dom is mixing up the podcast juice here. What the f- this is? Nate went out and got us some pineapple juice because we were all out. Because he's good like that. Yeah, very yeah, nice. Good Nate. What a guy. If you ever want to buy a cigar at Federal, yeah, that's a good guy to talk to. Mm-hmm. Nate's a contender for, like, you know, salesman of the year, year in and year out. Buy a Nate's box. a contender for a stud, stud, yeah. Buy a stud box of the sticks. year, year in and year out. Might want to stir it. Who else? Ricky, I'm you drinking, I'm drinking a beer. I'm sure. good. I have one of these ego boys. Cheers. Come on. Go bring on, it Dave. in. Bring yeah. it in, you hyenas. Come on. Cheers. Thanks for coming out. Cheers. You got the Reverend drinking. Oh, oh, oh. I hope Cheers. you're happy with yourself. There we go. You got a religious man drinking beers with you. Good well, job. It's not really a Reverend. He's just our Reverend. There's a story behind that. I feel like I'm on a cruise ship, boys. <laughs> yeah, you bet. What's the story behind that? How we got the name of the Reverend? Strawberry and all these? Yes. Okay, so we always use a different flavor seltzer with this. So the podcast juice is hammered sickle vodka, pineapple juice, and a splash of seltzer. And we use a different flavor every, well not every time, but no. we switch it up. Whatever's, whatever we got. And then it gives it a little different, because it'll be the same every time. Yeah, so can we that. talk about the list for a minute, by the way? Not just like the regional, what regional people are doing. Everybody on the internet, you guys see all the people on Facebook mm-hmm. putting out a different list every day. I think... It's kind of maddening right now when you look at some of the Facebook feeds, and I've been very busy. Like I said, I was sick. But when you look at some of these guys' feeds, or what they're saying is their versions, is it such micro-release, small batch, unavailable to the public type of stuff? I think it's yeah. irresponsible to put those type of lists. Are you talking about cigar of the year? It's well, like I'm the, talking the about top tens. Uh, everybody and, all that kind of and their stuff. mother. So this is Any the age kind of, of list? social media. Yeah. So like everybody now, this isn't unique. What we're doing. Everybody's got a podcast. Right. Everybody's a cigar journalist. Yeah. Everybody's an authority on something, right? But not us. Not, not us. us. We're hacks. We're hacks. Good. I'm waiting for your top ten list. But no. But truthfully, like. Like, there's these dudes all over the interwebs here on Facebook, and they put out these releases. And it's right. just, I don't get it. Some of the stuff that you've never seen on the shelves in multiple stores, right. how can you can how can you take that list seriously? Exactly. How can you say like if there's not availability or distribution? Right. Right. And so all the cigars that we smoke, all but one from last year, was available. At, you know, we got them from all the stores that mm-hmm. we went to. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard when you have a crew of people that all smoke cigars to find a cigar because you never know who's going to be on the panel. Right. Like yourself. I mean, you're an expert with cigars. It's hard, you know, you want to get a cigar that nobody's going to guess. Yeah. So last year, our list of cigars of the 52 cigars we smoked during the year, number one was something I brought back from Quincy from a friend of mine was the Monte Cristo number no. three Cuban. Nice job. It was a good. It was a mild cigar. We all gave that a ten. The second cigar was the Dom Papin um, Black. Very outstanding. Noticed. Nine point eight. We gave it. It was a. It was an outstanding cigar for sure. a bunch of hacks. The third cigar was the Agonosa. We yeah. we all seemed to like that. And the fourth cigar was the Christoph Vengeance. 
And those were our four top cigars. Do you guys sure. bring dollar values into it? I mean, sometimes. No, sometimes. We talk we about usually. it. It's yeah, not part of our rating system, but that is something we talk about. You know, we'll so, say, you know, yeah, this is a good cigar for this price. price. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as a guy that was a rep, now that I'm not on the street anymore, I would tell you that I worked for a company from 2010 to 2020, if you will, that had two number one cigars of the year in Cigar Aficionado. Right. In assorted other publications, Cigar Snob, Cigar Journal. It was European Cigar Journal first. Right. Cigars that were both theirs and contracted for either Tatuaje, Ashton, Nesta Miranda, whomever. There were seven other number ones. And there's nothing but 92 to 98, you know, huge ratings all over. So... That would tell you that the tobacco, the expertise, the experience, these guys all praise. They deserve every bit of praise. Don Jose Pepin Garcia, his son Jaime Garcia, obviously are masters at their craft. But what happens is somebody likes this one small, like, Don Nobody-ish type of company because that's his buddy, and he said hi to him right. on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So that dude, yeah, he's a good dude. He's my boy. Yeah. You wouldn't even know him if you bumped into him at Walmart, right? right. Yeah. But that's what happens with some of these lists, and it's kind of batty, to be honest with you. The other thing that they say, and I like that you're doing, by the way, blind tasting. Right. Because the way that Cigar Aficionado, and I don't care what anybody says, the, the only list that truly matters for the industry, for right. our industry, when I say our, I mean my industry right. that I feed myself from, is the Cigar Aficionados list, in my opinion. Right. Because they have the ability where they have 78 guys throughout the course of the year, every month, getting together. They have to be able to buy every cigar that they review on a, at a store, at a brick-and-mortar store, not on the internet. They have to buy them locally. Then they categorize them. They do this. Somebody's in charge of the data. They smoke them. They journal their thoughts. Right. Yeah. They give a rating. They do this. They do it every, blind. They do it blind, and they do it again and again and again. As mm-hmm. like a, right. a yeah, like a March Madness bracket, how right. it starts mm-hmm. off till you get to like the lead eight, final four, the number one cigar. So that process, those guys, in my opinion, a lot of times you get salty people that are like, "Oh, what do you mean? It's not the two cigars that were released at Rocky Mountain Cigar right. Festival. That was the best cigar ever." Yeah. Truthfully, this cigars that I've had. Where it had nothing to do with the cigar, but I was camping on the side of a mountain with like my first living girlfriend, right, right, right. with my buddy and his now wife. That life. was like the best time of my life. Yeah. So of course I'm fond of that cigar. Yeah. Could have been a complete turd, you but the to experience, that experience yeah, yeah, it was so great. So you know what I mean, yeah. what's good? What's good about our show is of all the hacks, we all have different palates. A few of us, like myself, my brother. Uh, the taco, um, Harvey, we're mild taco, to medium. Yeah. The taco, we're mild to medium um, smokers. So if you bring in something really strong, like I'll give a for ex- uh, for example, a couple of weeks ago we had the Henry Clay. Now the guys who like the full bodied cigars the loved it. The Henry Clay Warhawk, the Warhawk. yes, yeah. the new one, yeah, yeah, great cigar. So mm-hmm. a lot of people thought it was great, but for us guys that don't have this type of palate, I gave it a low rating. It just didn't do anything for me, other than it was strong as. I mean, yeah. It wasn't enjoyable. So what's great about the show is we're just a bunch of hats. I thought it was one of the best cigars I smoked all year. Well, that, and yeah, I'll tell that's you your palate. So. That's my palate, right? And I'll tell you another thing. That company that made that cigar, the Henry Clay Warhawk, right. you were talking about Pete Johnson earlier. Right. He did a collaboration a long time ago with Altadis called yeah. the Stock Cut because he was a fan of the Henry Clay blend. And uh, that Warhawk is very much... Similar with Broadleaf and the filler, and it's got a lot of tatouage right. nuance to it. But they also this year came out with that cigar, and they have another cigar, the Grupo de Maestros. See, the thing I like, and now that I'm on this side of the aisle, I can say it freely. Yeah. Altadis or General, these companies, they're like big box, 
right? They're the hugest companies. So a lot of guys think like, oh, burr, burr. they're like Walmart. They're big. Well, what they've done brilliantly recently is they've said, okay, Pepines and AJ's and right. Nestor Placencias, these are the guys that we want to have make our cigars because they're really the masters of the craft. That's right. They've bowed down and said, you know what? We'll let these dudes tell us. We'll let those chefs prepare the meals, right? Yeah. which is genius. They came out with the Grupo de Maestros, but the one that was the – Jose Mendez, right? The uh, what is it? The Rosado looking one, unbelievable. A lot of good cigars this year out of that factory. Aging Room, number one cigar of the year. Yeah, they had a lot of hits that were uncommon. Like really surprised me. And I've smoked a lot of good cigars for a long time. Right. All these dudes in the business are obviously my friends. Right. I spent years doing the same thing, living on the road just like them. The Altadas Company had a lot to be proud of this yeah. year. Well, I'd be curious what you thought. What was your What was your favorite cigar this year? Well, like I said, uh, my favorite um, this year was the Macanudo, the Macanudo 3 Cuban. That was just outstanding. It was an outstanding cigar. And how many of those have uh, you smoked? You mean the Monte Cristo one? You uh, the Monte Cristo 3. Mm-hmm. My favorite cigar of all time, I think, Bravo. is, no, that's number three. Oh. It, it would be the, the Berlin Wall, the Tatuaje Cajuno 2012. That's my favorite. I always associate the Tatuaje with a heavier stick. It is. It is. But, oh, just, but the Cajuno... Which Cajonu. was the, uh, yeah, Cajono. Cajonu. Cajonu. Cajones. Okay. Cajonu. I can say balls. that. Okay. Well, that's good. Balls. I like big <laughs> you balls. Like balls. So balls. And he cannot lie. <laughs> cannot lie. Balls. Um, you got that You top? know, that was the, <laughs> no, that was the cigar aficionado cigar of the year in 2012. And I learned something tonight. because it was as delicious. A, as a novice to cigars to a large degree, I'm getting an education from the members here. Obviously, from you guys, and you hang around with Jeremy, you're going to pick stuff up. I always thought whoever spent the most money advertising in Cigar Aficionado. So I always looked at that list like, you know, I just that's dismissed it. That's what a lot of it, people say is the default setting, and it couldn't be any further from the truth. That's great to know. Yeah, I'll look at that list. Because really, if that was the case, like Rocky Patel would probably have the Cigar of the Year every year. Right. And <laughs> the, the other yeah. thing, too, that's maddening is these people, like the Garcia family is a good example. They came to this country. Their background is agriculture. They're farmers. Right. Mm-hmm. They're not like, you know, boardroom, spreadsheet, vice president of this. Right. That wasn't marketing their- Marketing science. Yeah, yeah, they're not marketing savants. Like, what do they know? They know that this magazine or this form of advertising is going to have a reach to their customer. Right. right? Like, that's Cigar Aficionado is what represents- It represents what's right about our industry. It broadcasts about camaraderie. Unity, lounges, lifestyle, cigar right. lifestyle. What do we have in common? Look what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Having a sip, having a drink. There's no stress in this room. No, no. 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 But people no. that don't so, win, feel pretty somebody good. feels like, oh, my buddy. Like, there's some salty manufacturers. I saw one guy. I don't want to say his name, but some people only think he's a good guy. When Rafael Nadal, aging room, won the number one cigar of the year. By the way, he's one of the nicest, most sincere people. Came here in 1978 or something on a boat. Great yeah. example. The American dream. Nice guy. Worked hard to change the whole complexion of that Altadis company. Mm-hmm. Has AJ Fernandez in Placencia making cigars. That's because of him. The aging room stuff. That's all he's doing. When he won number one cigar of the year, I saw a guy's comment. And it was like, oh, I wish I could, but I can't. And that was him being jealous that that dude got the number. That's the opposite of what this thing is supposed to be. Yeah. It's not supposed to be like that. Okay, I, you know what I mean. I won the number one cigar of the year working for my company, and people were like, "Oh, they must have spent a lot of money in aficionado." <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So, what do you think yeah. of this stick here? Let's go around, Dom. What do you got? It's good. Not too heavy. That's why it's right down the middle yeah, there. This is kind of. It's uh, certainly not mild, but it's pretty good. I like it. Harvey, what do you got? Well, I like it too. It's kind of like a mild to medium. 
I'm a a mild guy, but it uh, just like the one we had last week, the, it was a little uh, mild to medium. But it's a pretty good cigar. I'm I'm enjoying it. Uh, I'm still in the first yeah. third here, and uh, I'm liking it. It's uh, medium bodied. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still getting a little bit of that hay and earth, which is uh, working for me. Nice tight ash, holding on t- for what about a half inch there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So far, we're in great shape over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is pretty good. I've not. I don't know that I've had this particular one before. Yeah, I got no guesses. I just I've, I've eliminated, you know, yeah. a couple brands. I know it's yeah. not Tatawahe. I know no, it's, it's not, not Dunbarton. No, no, it's definitely not Saka. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a Saka. It's another Saka junkie. Yeah. I love yeah. that stuff. So what do you think there, Jeremy? Yeah, mild plus. I mean, good flavor, good balance. It's got that like for me, the Altine de Bronze, like Herrera, Willie Herrera ish, mm-hmm. family type of profile, and it's almost like got that undercrown ash. Like an undercrown Maduro will have that eyeliner. You see this right yeah, here? Yeah. That's called I the eyeliner it. part. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. similar to that for my, I, I think it's close to something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Ricky? I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. And you know what? I can't get that mineral taste out of my mouth. I mean, that's what I'm tasting. I'm mm-hmm. tasting a copper ish ish yeah. taste in the mouth. Yeah, tinny. It is tinny. It's tingly a little bit. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's different. Do you guys retrohale? Are you retrohale guys? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And are you catching anything on the retro? I don't, I don't retrohale. Are you catching anything on that? That it's not, not too harsh. Normal? It's not too harsh. Not too harsh. No. It's um. You should always blow the smoke out of your nostrils. Yeah, retrohale. Yeah. Well, you want me to time. try it here? You could have the first stroke on nah, uh, you podcast try. history. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, nobody dies on my show. Not with me here. Yeah, you're a nurse. We got the nurse. Oh, that's yeah, we got the nurse. I just did CPR yesterday. <laughs> yeah, retrohale's not bad on this. No, not at all. It's still got that mineral taste, though. But it's also warming on mm-hmm. your jaw, like this part of your palate, the middle. Mm-hmm. It's got like a warming, and it coats like a lush yeah. coat, right? It's you cool. taste that? Like a jowly, yeah. acidic, tingy. Boy, I'm, I'm dying to ask Jeremy a question about one of our uh, former guests. Mm. So we had Richard Carlton Hacker on the show. Are you familiar with uh, the, he was the very first person in 1989 to write the uh, cigar Oh, Ultimate, uh, cigar, ultimate book. cigar Book from uh, California. And he wrote a book about cigars. He was the first one when no one had written a book about cigars. He's on the third edition now? He's on his fourth what? edition. Fourth edition? Okay. But um, he's like the – he's thought of like the king of connoisseurs when it comes to cigars. So it looks like a – And, and it, spirits. It's, it's, yep. It's all about he, – he has one for spirits and one for cigars. And it's all about – how they made cigars, how cigars came to be. Um, all of his experience in 1989 was going to all these different factories sure. and learning the business from the farmers. Right. And he wrote about it. And, you know, I'm reading it. I'm enthralled with it because there's just it's, so it's much good cool. information. So in the beginning, it's all about the history. And then he talks about a bunch of stuff. And at the end of it is a compendium of all of the stuff that's out there. And every edition, he updates it. So things that go by the wayside come out and new things go in. Right. So it's, it's pretty neat. One of the Sounds like a good read. It's a good read. And one of the questions I asked him was, I said, when you write, somebody has to read your material before it ever gets uh, printed. Yeah, yeah you got to get And I there. said, who did you get to read your material back in 89? And he said, there wasn't anybody. He goes, I had the owners. He goes, and I had the farmers. And that's all I had. And he goes, hence why there are four editions. If I made a mistake, I fixed it in the right. next edition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very cool. So, really how do you like great. your podcast juice? 
<laughs> what are you saying about the Jews? I said, uh, no. how are the pod- <laughs> yeah, how's our podcast, Jew? Buddy, we love all these Jews. The Jew, we love all of that. Sure, mm. they're our friends. Yeah, yeah. Ricky's our resident. I'm the resident Jew here. I figured as much, but you know. So anyway, wow. so the oh, hammer- I like listen. I'm down with Jewish people. They're my buddies. Yeah. I thought they were saying That's that right. because you was Jewish, no, right? I'm down with Jews. Yeah, they're great. Beautiful city, great people. Oh, city, great people. Yeah. Can I tell you something? A couple of guys went in the Portsmouth store last week from Brooklyn. But like Orthodox, when they got the curls yeah. on the oh, side, you know, yeah, 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 the, yeah. Hat, the, the, full, the full, wicked Hasidic, right? Yeah. yeah, he came in. He's like, so he's asking me all the questions, and he goes, "Where are the Jews?" Yeah, which I thought was incredibly awkward. I was like, I don't know, but there's a synagogue down the road. Maybe he's yeah. not there. I don't know what to say to you. Like, say they're at the bar. Shalom. Or something. Shalom. Yeah, shalom. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Good job. Tonica. Great people. Right. It yeah. was awesome. So uh, we got a hammer sickle lamp here for you. Thank you. Very nice. And, you, and the, of course, the hammer sickle vodka bottle is on the table. It's with it's us every mascot. show. It's our mascot. As That's usual. why it's with us. That lamp room. looks good. Jamie, you taking that home? You got to let us have it for the, for the Kalita uh, Yeah, sure. Keep it for yourself, the club. Put it right the club. Yeah, buddy. Why not? It's a gift to the club. Yep. Mm-hmm. Outstanding, fellas. I yep. like that. So uh, something else we do every show, Ricky, you want to do troops there? Yes. So thank you to our troops who fight the good fight here in this country and abroad. Thank you for keeping us safe. We know there are a lot of troops headed out to uh, the Middle East. I wish you uh, the very best. I hope you'll all stay safe. Javi, thank you for your 24 years. Did either of you men serve? I did not know. My ears are junk. I can't. I'm a former Marine. Thank you very much for serving. Thank Thank you. You know, into Chappie for your 12 years. Thank you very much. Okay. It's important. Yeah. Every show. Every show we do, we mention the troops and yeah, good. thank them for their I like service. like that. How many years did you serve? Uh, just the four. Never heard of shot fired in anger. He's just four years, of, you know, in the in Marine Corps. 20, 24 years in the Army. Right Outstanding. There. Right there. Yep. Mm-hmm. We've got, I'll tell you, we've got a huge uh, veteran presence here in the Beautiful. club. We've got uh, the Colonel. Two tours in Vietnam, uh, military intelligence. Well, We've got a Marine Corps uh, medvac pilot from yeah. the Middle East. Yep. Uh, some plenty of retired folks. Mm-hmm. Salt of the earth, you know, Beautiful. fun people to be yeah. with. We got one of the guys with the with the hacks who's coming up for Hackapalooza. Yep. Who was a dive medic. The Navy SEALs. Navy SEALs. Yep. Pretty we awesome. We call him Muffy. He's the a muff, muff diver. <laughs> Tell him he's welcome here for a stick and a uh, drink anytime he wants. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, he's out he of was, North Carolina. He was on the stairs of twins, and I said, uh. What did you do in the uh, Navy there? And he said, I was a dive medic. And I said, you are known as the muff diver from this point on. God bless you. <laughs> uh, so we're sitting in this great club here. This is fantastic. So how did this all come about here? And what's the idea behind this? Uh, I guess, uh, you know, here. so you guys know I joined this company yeah. in like March. Mm-hmm. I resigned from my father. I was there for a decade. And we had to remodel this lounge, but... At the same time, I wanted to do something that was different. Obviously, 10 years on the road, I visited every place in New England umpteen times. Mm -hmm. And there was no place. There's clubs that you could join. See, the thing to remember, too, this cost, it's $350 a year to be a member here. Mm -hmm. There's a one-time setup fee for your key card, which is 25 bucks. But basically, it's less than a dollar a day to have key card, 24-hour access, come and go as you please, watch a game, have a smoke eat your food, have your friends, whatever you like. And I just thought that was something that this, you know, especially in New Hampshire here, mm-hmm. that the community would embrace and enjoy. Right. Yeah. And it so, was something that we needed. How many members are there? I guess there's about 45 right now. Wow. But we just Good opened number. it pretty recently. Yeah, I'm going to try to get to like 110. And yeah, then, yeah. see, the thing is, once we get to 100 members, right. and this is a not-for-profit thing, 
Federal Cigar really just kind of like is the curator of this space right. for right now because the owner, like, right. you know, is uh, this is his strip mall, right. the whole thing. But we're carrying a little bit of the membership right now, subletting it. But when this is all done and there's over 100 members here, what will happen is there'll be a board. There'll be a president, treasurer, right. secretary. You guys will make your own decisions. The benefit of that is, let's say there's 100 members, and you said to me, hey, I like XYZ Saka Cigar, Tatuaje, my father, whatever. I want to make a deal with Jeremy and right. buy 60 of these boxes, but we want to pay this price instead of that price. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, come at me with a real, you know what I mean? Right. Yep. You guys are generating the money. So it's really, it's more of like, you know, just so you have everything wrapped how you want it. It's BYOB. You know, yeah. everything you need, though, like ice machine, refrigerator, right. glassware, microwave, you got your espresso. All the, yeah, all the stuff you need to be comfortable. It's really just a social club, if right. you will. Yeah. But you guys. Did you have to do anything special with the regulations and, and whatnot? No, to, not really. No, I mean, no, obviously, you got to run everything by your insurance guy. you got to protect well, yeah, yeah, your yeah. I'm, I'm talking about the... No. The, the, it's not uh, like it's it's not like a things. cigar lounge okay. where you have to have X Y Z on the same right. address. Tobacco yep. sales versus liquor mm-hmm. sales, right? Connected well, not, to the right. same license. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. It's separate of that. Yep. And you had no problem with the town. No, nah, they like us. Yep, We're good. good. <laughs> We're not. Well, probably They're most of them are members, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, you got you got some folks here. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll tell you, as a cool. member, it's uh, it's something else. So you guys are all cigar smokers. Yeah. How many shops have you gone to where? You got to leave at seven seven thirty. Just right. some of them six o'clock. The game's right. yeah. not over. Or, yeah, or, or you got to sit in a bar and hope that the game you want is on, and then mm-hmm. just yeah. a ton of crowd noise, ton of interruptions. Mm-hmm. I, if I want to come in here on a Saturday morning at six o'clock before I go golf in the summer, right? I can have a coffee, an espresso, eat my sandwich, have a stick. Mm-hmm. If I want to be here after a night out with friends or family, yep. and come here at eleven thirty at night and have a cigar and a nightcap, mm-hmm. I've got it. Right, so yep. the twenty four seven access is huge as a member. The thing that makes this place for me, though, is the membership and the camaraderie with the people that you'll meet down here. Right, and you guys sit in lounges all the time, and it's always an eclectic group of people. Yep. We've got dentists, we've got sales guys like me, we've got construction guys, restaurant owners, business owners, financial advisors. Just yep. every walk of life, we've got some wives that are members. We're you know we're very uh, friendly to. You know, to both genders here, everyone's respectful and kind, mm-hmm. and you make a ton of friends here. Mm-hmm. And uh, guys are bringing everything. Guys bring in their they share their beers. You're drinking member beers tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They won't care. Yeah, you know, everybody Look contributes. Look at the, top of the fridge. Takes. Look at the bourbons that are up there. Yeah, got yep. some nice juice up there, right? Yep. <laughs> they won't get pissed if you had a glass of it. No, nope. so you're a good laugh, good conversation. Watch the game. It's uh, it's just a, a special mm-hmm. place. I'm uh, friendly. I'm thrilled. Well, with. you come in as strangers, you leave as friends, and yep. your your family. That you don't get to choose, you know what I mean? Like some mm-hmm. family you got to keep forever, but you make a new family. That's right. Your friends of the family, yeah. you don't, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. that's do what the, happens. Do the police come here at night? If your if your cars are parked, no, then absolutely, they don't not. bother you. Not no. unless you go out the wrong door right. after the alarm set. See that yeah. right there? See that sign? Yeah. If you if you let if you go out there, there's a crash by. You heard it when we locked it. Right. That'll signify. So that way, the retail doesn't get right. robbed. Yep. Yeah. Not that these guys would rob us. Well, it could just be an accident. But the police are not far for that good. reason. Yeah. Well, they know what the deal is here. Yeah, so sure, they're probably keeping an eye on Yeah, we ran it by them. They're yeah. our friends. Yeah, that's good. Epin, so, Epin, some members? Epin PD is a good town. They got, they got some good of the, some good of the dudes. PD on the membership here? Can't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> classified. Mm-hmm. No, what happens is any cop or any firefighter, yeah. they can't get caught smoking anything. Or that's else right. Oh, that's right. That's true. And they'll lose all the health insurance and benefits. Oh, good point. Good point. So if you ever see a cop, in a place, mm-hmm. don't talk about his job with him or a firefighter because uh-huh. uh-huh. they get yeah. their, they get their balls busted yeah. over that. Yep. 
Oh, Even though sense. this is, by the way, what we're doing, just so you know, right now we're having a smoke, we're having a drink. So before I work for my father's cigars, I work for a company called Cigar Masters. Right. You remember this place. This is a big deal, this joint, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we had one on Boylston Street in Boston. Four of the members were from the Harvard School of Medicine. More importantly, they were the fellows in the head of the cardiology department, the Harvard School of Medicine. Mm-hmm. And what they would tell you is that the number one killer of people in life is what? Stress. Tension. Yeah, right? right, right That's right, a big right. killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you're doing is really Stress relaxing, yep. de-stressing. You're yeah. adding more years to your life. Right. So the fact that this attached. gets scrutinized, yeah, but the fact that it gets scrutinized, <laughs> been like, you my, know. My niece worked there. Who? Uh, Rachel. No kidding. Yeah. Get yeah, out of here. She's married to my nephew. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So Small world. Yeah. That's funny. So you talk about the, the group of people that are members here and the, the, you know, you meet people and it's mm-hmm. a friendly thing. This is a New Hampshire, New England thing. Some of the places you go to out in other states that we've been to, and you know, uh, it's not like that. You go no. in places, and it's not like that. It, like, you're 100 percent right. I travel a lot for work, and every time I go to Cincinnati or Minneapolis, I never mm-hmm. send any place fun. It's always yeah, cold right, in the right, winter. Right, right, right. <laughs> I look for a cigar place to go have a stick, and not every one of them has that friendly uh, feel to it. Some of them do, but there's plenty where where guys are looking at their shoes instead we, of looking at you. And it's uh, yeah, we did. We went to some of the big big stores. In uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. And it was, you know, everywhere we went. It, it was actually kind of funny because I was wearing this shirt when I walked into one particular store. Yeah, you think you'd get that be a, compensa- a conversation starter? Oh, especially well. for the Brooklyn guys. <laughs> Where are you from? <laughs> I said, Boston. Yeah. <laughs> like, sit down, Boston. <laughs> yeah. actually, we hate Larry Bird. <laughs> I actually played cards with uh, a group of guys from Brooklyn, and it happened to be during the World Series. So th- they were the Yankees, and the Yankees were, you know, playing, and uh, yeah. it was funny. That was the night they lost. Uh, that was the night they lost. Uh, Houston? And, Keep a low profile. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the uh, you go into some of these places, and it's not the same. People just don't talk to you. You yeah, walked like, in, nobody. And one, one particular place, people that were looking for cigars were asking some of the members because we have these blue shirts on <laughs> yeah. for advice <laughs> and we were we, laughing yeah, we were they, like we don't work yeah, yeah, we, don't we, work yeah we had uniforms on but on a few so of the funny. stores they didn't even give yeah. us the time of day which was <laughs> really yeah, it was bizarre yeah, well I'm fortunate yeah. because I relocated yeah. here and I'm you know a couple of years ago and you know all my social circle is in Rhode Island Massachusetts and Connecticut so where do you go when you're 50 what's the expression it's right. hard to make friends after over 40 yeah mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I, I just a great group of guys down here. Now I yeah. go play in a local card game at a guy's house every Thursday. Yep. Dinners, golf, you, you know. You, there's definitely camaraderie here that uh, I, I really appreciate, mm-hmm. and a social circle here that is yeah. second to none. Yeah, and the guys that we have come from out of state when we have our big uh, hackapalooza thing, they Stop say this, they say the same thing that it's so different here. Everybody's friendly. Everybody's nice. Everybody they they, they talk, talk about going to B and M's. And no one talks to them. Not That's the members, crazy. not anybody. Everybody just looks at them. Nah, you bring yeah. them here when they come visit. They'll have a great time. Everyone will be yeah. happy to see them. Okay. Javi, you want to do the current events? Yeah, so I'm ready. Cue the music. We get Javi to do current events for us. Okay, here we go, folks. Uh, Federal Cigar Bar, Dover, New Hampshire. Now the Slow Burn Lounge. Oh, yeah. We're going to ask you about that. So that's just Dover is Slow Burn, or is that also and Portsmouth? Portsmouth. And Portsmouth, yeah. okay. Okay, then we got, uh, I hope I pronounced this right, Calibra. Culebra, you got it. Calebra, Calebra, Culebra, Calebra, Culebra. You got it. He's a, he's a Georgia boy. Coolest <laughs> <laughs> club in New Hampshire. Uh. Okay, Calibra Club yep. in Epping. 
All right, Cigar Shenanigans, North Carolina, New Hampshire, Fire and Ice 2. The second coming of Saka. Steve Saka, Ice Fishing, Cigars, and the Fish Nerds, February the 29th. Hopefully there's ice by then. That's right. nothing now. <laughs> okay, two guys say I'm New Hampshire. The coffee bar is open at Studio 21 Podcast Cafe on recording days, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Say hi to Gary for us. Gary's the guy who makes the coffee. Twins, Londonderry, New Hampshire, Pipe Club, Londonderry, second Saturday, January 11th, 3 to 4.30 p.m. Saturday, live music, February the 28th, 8 to 11 p.m. The Garrett Partridge Acoustic Trium, March the 21st, 7 to 11 p.m. Dyer Holiday, triumphant, return to the Twins Smoke Shop. Radloss. Rochester, New Hampshire. Wednesday's Cards Against Humanity, starting at 9.30 p.m. Great game. Mm. Uh, Trivia Thursdays, Friday and Saturday's live music. Sunday's uh, We Game Night. Get on the mailing list for details. So. January 25th, Beach Party. Oh, the Beach Party, yes. Um, Jeremy, you've been up to, I assume you've been to Radloff's. Sure, yeah. <laughs> the place <Yeah>. is nuts. <laughs> we love it. Yeah? Yeah, we know Jamie well. Yeah, we were up there... This past weekend, say hello to that. Go ahead. Uh, O'Shea's Irish Tavern and Cigar Bar, Nashville, New Hampshire, open mic. Night Thursday, 7 to 9 p.m. Victory Bar and Cigar, Worcester, Mass. Wednesday specials. Winter specials. Winter specials. What do I say? What did I say? said Wednesday Wednesday. I'm cut off. Winter specials. No more podcast juice. Winter specials. Strong reader. <laughs> buy, any, out. buy any 10 cigars, get 20% off. Victory t shirts, special liquor includes Whistle Pig Boss Hog, Johnny Walker Blue, and Gold and Absolute. Yeah, he's a good guy, too. Mark from Victory. Oh, yeah, I like Mark's Mark. a good guy. Yeah. He's my buddy. Did they yeah. used to have a place in Marlboro or right near Marlboro? No. 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 Yeah, it's right near Marlboro. Yeah. But different. They're not the, yeah. they're not not the, the same. Oh, not the same. No, he sold that one to Gino, actually. He yeah. was there first. That was Mark's first. Yeah. He sold it to him, yeah. yeah. But now they're. It's in Sudbury. Victory Sunday. Yeah, Route 20 yep. or whatever. Yeah. Good guys. Okay, Priming Lounge and Bar, Nashville, Tennessee, under new ownership and uh, renovica- uh, renovation. <laughs> renovation. This is weird. <laughs> renovation. Just summed it up. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. Oh, gee whiz. There are help wanted ads on their Facebook page for servers, bartenders, and a cook. So now we know. So Priming's is in Nashville. One of the so the whole deal with this is places that we've been to or one of the hacks has been to. We've done this spotlight. Get on the rotation for current events. And one of the guys was down in Nashville last year. Went to Priming's and um, the place went under new ownership in December. And they closed it down. They're renovating, and it's like, why are they renovating? The place was beautiful. Well, they're adding food to it apparently because nice. they're getting a, they're advertising for a cook, so they're going to great. Who, who doesn't like to eat? Yeah, yeah. so that eat. sounds great. Man's got to eat. Man's got to so, eat. So now I know what they're doing. Yep. Sure. Okay, next coming up is a Smoky Cigar, Hendersonville, Tennessee, Rocky Patel Super Bowl, February the second, April Fool's Day. Wear something foolish for the Gurker event. Yeah. So this one here in Hendersonville. Um, one of our listeners mailed in, said, hey, how come you only got two places in Nashville? Because we don't get down there very much. He said, sure. I'll, I'll do the places in Nashville. There so he did this one for us last week. This is uh, Dave from 
or National Dave is his name. You, get, so, you guys are going uh, coast to coast? Yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah. He's, he's going to cover all the shops down there for us, and uh, it's, it's yeah. a pretty cool thing. Okay, in Fuego, McKinney, Texas, Man Cave Mondays, January the 20th, February the 17th, and March the 16th at 7 p.m. Steak, dinner with cigar deal, BYOB, poker and cigar, Wednesday's game, 7 and 8.30 p.m. I got to tell you something about that. So my wife and I are going down to Texas to look at colleges with our kid. And my wife says, you know, Rick, a lot of the colleges only allow one parent to go. And I said, you know, it's funny you should say that. Yeah, I said, because then. there are some cigar bars I want to go to. So, <laughs> so I'm going to drop them off at the college, head out to the cigar places, do some reviews, and then and come back. Yeah, look at wow, how convenient. Too brave to <laughs> you, know? yeah, yeah. you can still write that off. Yeah. Huh? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay, Corona Cigar, Orlando, Florida. Templeton Rye Event, Sand Lake, Tuesday, January the 14th. Downtown, Wednesday, January the 15th. Lake Mary, Thursday, 17, uh, January the 16th at 6 to 9 p.m. Uh, Makers Mart uh, Dipping Event, the 22nd and the 23rd. Can I tell you, Corona, world-class organization. Oh, place is awesome. World-class. And Jeff Borshowitz, the owner-operator, yeah. and his wife, Tanya, what an amazing job they do. Yeah. Definitely one of our leaders in the industry, and by far and away, one of the biggest guys that are fighting every single month every single year in Washington to combat legislation. Yep. Jeff yep. is on the hand of like somebody you'd consider like a true role model. An yep. amazing man. Yeah, exactly. They this run a, Corona. They, yeah, it's on the Yeah, they run a world-class. Really great shop nice. down there. Excellent guy. I assume you've been yeah, multiple been, stores, yeah. multiple times, multiple yeah. stores. Yeah. I've been away with the guy out of the country. I've been around him for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's salted the earth, that guy. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Really serious dude. Nice. Okay, Boulevard Grill and Cigar Lounge, Pawtucket, Rhode Island. The, the Connecticut Medium Kate Howe is returning to Boulevard Cigars. Seats are limited, $55 per person, January the 27th. Uh, snow date, January the 28th. Must be paid in advance, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Light snacks will be served. Havana Cigar, Warwick, Rhode Island. Oliva Cigar Dinner, Thursday, January the 23rd. 6.30 to 11.30 p.m. Endless Mimosas and Bloody Marys every Sunday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Great for all the alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Match Cigar Bar, Jeffersonville, Indiana. Singer-songwriter night on Wednesday, January the 15th and the 22nd at 8 p.m. Smokehouse Blues Band on Saturday, January 18th at 9 p.m. Trivia Sunday on the 19th and the 26th at 8 p.m. Kevin Dahl Jazz Band on Saturday the 25th. And that's the end of the uh, current affairs and local smokes. Great. So, again, anything uh, coming up at Federal? Tons of stuff. Yeah, I'm about to give away a 75 inch TV. Uh-huh. That's pretty great. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. that promotion's coming to an end. There'll be 25 events here next year between the three stores, wow. the bars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Between Portsmouth and Dover, there's multiple. You know, one of the things that we do well is uh, all the private barrel selects of different whiskeys and bourbons. Yeah. So you have all those events, all the bar events, Kentucky Derbies, March Madness, Battle of the Breweries, so many things. Nice. In July, we're going to have an event here at the Calibra Club. Yeah, it's my birthday. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to allow people to come in and drop me off boxes or yeah. special sticks to <laughs> oh, pay tribute yeah. if they want to. So, <laughs> like, you know, mark that in your calendars, boys. <laughs> yeah. So the way, the way offering. we... 
Yeah, the way we do this is I basically go through the Facebook page and the events and the posts on, yeah. on uh, the various places. And if they're posted ahead of time enough, because we record ahead, you know, yeah, yeah. so um, then I'll add them into the list. A lot of times people will put the thing up, it's today or tomorrow we're doing something. I can't yeah, use we, that. Yeah, that's not good. It's got to be ahead of time so you can plan. We try to remain one quarter ahead with the marketing, mm-hmm. at least minimal. Yep. Yeah. Very cool. Okay, so it's time for the hit and her for veal. And, uh, any last-minute guesses? Any last-minute guesses second. or yeah, comments on anybody, your what do you think? So, by the way, this this point right here, are we at the same point, yeah. Yeah. is usually where the cigar is meant to be pretty strong, but it's not very strong. Not still, at all. It's still medium-bodied. Mm-hmm. I still like my – I still like that Willie Herrera-ish guess. Yeah, I didn't get any change of flavors too much. It was a consistent stick to the, the first and third. Yeah, and, and it was very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Nice tight ash, burnt like a charm, great draw. Uh, whatever it is, I like it. All I know is that it's not Tatuaje. No, it's not intrusive. It's, it's not a big pain. You know what I mean? It's yep. not punching anyone I, in the face. I wondered if this is one of the Drews. The one Undercrownish. Of the Drew Estates. Well, it's not That's what I'm thinking. For sure. Okay, so you guys, anything? Huh? I like your okay. cigar too. I like it. Let's I'm peel this peel baby. This, peel yeah. the thing off. Right. Hold guess. on, let me look. No more guesses. Hang well, on a second. Guess all you want, but oh, oh, <laughs> get out of here! Yeah, are you serious right now? You got Herrera it. Herrera Stelly. Nice. Oh, it is a Herrera. It is. Get oh, out of Stelly. Here. It's excellent. <laughs> nice. That's right. <laughs> there you go. Okay, it came in this tube. Yeah, of course. Harris has to leave. Yeah, yep. Tubo. <laughs> Get out of here. All tubo. Right. Did it's you know the, what it was right away? Oh, when I, I said that? I, Jeremy, you won a hammered oh, yeah, sickle yeah. lamp. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Ninja. Oh, well, of course. I know what it was because I put them together. So okay. I knew what it was. And so this is, yeah, it's the Hera Esteli Toro. This is, this was, I did a little research on this one, and this was Willie Herrera's first Drew Estate yeah, thing yeah. when he joined yeah. in 2011. This came out in like 13. Yeah. And so these... Are probably five years old. So that El Titan de Bronze. You see how we were talking yeah, about bronze, yeah, minerally yeah, tinny. Yeah, that's why I said El Titan de Bronzy type yeah. of. Yeah, that's yeah. So his funny. family, the background of his family, Willie Herrera. You know, his family in El Titan de Bronze. That's a boutique in Cayocho, Miami. A little boutique cigar Thank factory you. that his family, you know, ran and operates still today. Yeah. Mapolina stuffs made there. Other people have bundles made there. Really good stuff. Good tobacco. Good history. So if you think of it. Jeremy nailed the cigar. Oh, he definitely did. But I did. did say, is this a Drew Estate? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I got a half a point. Honorable, a you get honorable quarter. mention. I get honorable status. mention. It's honorable mention. Close. Yeah. That's funny. So this is the original Herrera Esteli. Wow. Are you kidding? You know, it, it's, it's funny. We did this on a boat. So uh, in the summer, we're out on a boat doing this podcast. We have a boat that's all wired up for this podcast. Yeah, yeah. We were smoking a Baccarat. Yeah, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. he passed out the cigars, and my brother, he's known as the Taco, is sitting there, and he wasn't smoking. And just from listening to us describe it, he goes, man, that sounds like a Baccarat. And it Boom. was. <laughs> Could you tell how sweet the Baccarat was, too? Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's, that's, smoking. Smoking. Oh, that's what it was. Somebody said, yeah. oh, it's got a sweet cap. He said, that sounds like a Baccarat. <laughs> we started laughing. <laughs> Didn't even smoke it. <laughs> Jeremy, are these available for purchase at uh, Ferro Cigar? Yeah, tons of them, pal. <laughs> yeah. Lanceros, look at all the leaguers, whatever you oh, want. Yeah, all the, you know yeah. what's mm-hmm. nice to see? And I have to say, because we used to go to uh, Federal and Plasto. I loved seeing all the Lanceros that were in there. Yeah. They were all good selection of Lanceros. The problem is there's not a lot of Lanceros in Well, there's not a lot of Lancero smokers. People say they like to smoke Lanceros and Coronas. 
I was a rep for a decade. That's yeah. a lie. They don't they don't cycle out of the stores. People yeah. they're the best cigars to smoke. Yeah. Five yeah. and five eighths by forty six ring gauge. If you want to get a cigar another time, come back and see Nate. Yeah. The My Father, either Eminente size or Savante, right. is probably the best example of a My Father cigar. Right. But that size isn't the most popular size because right. it's not just the Cedros yeah. has a cedar wrap on it. It's amazing. Yeah, was that, it the Las Antilles and the Lancero? That, that it, was amazing. It was a Florida Las Antilles Lancero. There's still some in the company, yep. Yeah, the, yeah, the number four is box. one of my go-tos. Also an amazing but, cigar, yeah. yep. And La, La Promesa is pretty good, too. Absolutely. You know something, though? When it comes to my father, to this day, the best ever was the La Bijou. Love the cigar. That's one man's opinion. You're not that's, alone with that. A lot yeah, of people yeah. love it. it. People love it. Fantastic. Yep. Mm-hmm. But see, that's you know, it's funny because that's a pretty that's strong cigar, strong right? Strong cigar, and I like it. it. I like it. Balance. Very good, much. My favorite. It's not it's the most underrated cigar that they make. It's yeah. not even debatable. Is the La Antigüedad. That cigar has got a hybrid wrapper, Habano Oscuro, Rosado Claro. It took like four years to develop that wrapper, grow this strain, grow that. All the strains are grown. Okay, put them all in the greenhouse. Let all the bees in. Let them cross-pollinate. Grow it another year. Do it again. Do it again until Jaime got what he wanted. Then he could clone that plant and make it what he wanted. That's an amazing, amazing balance. We're going to vote for our favorite, my father's. I'd go with the uh, Jaime Garcia uh, Limited Edition Reserve. Best, the best limited ever, yeah, yeah. of course. It, it, phenomenal. I don't know what those two leaves, they're called pilo well, so leaves. So palo, palo de oro. Palo de in oro. In Spanish, it means hair of gold. And those seeds, not common. So the reason it's not common is that people don't have the new, they can't grow it because it's fickle. Meaning, if that couch that you're sitting on was a 1,000 acres of land and you grew a bunch of tobacco on it and you came back the next day and it was all full of blue mold and now it's useless to you, you're losing money. So people don't know how to do the runoff, the water. The way that Pepin was able to get that tobacco, honestly, the story, and I was there for this, was that his wife was on the phone with her sister in Cuba, and they were complaining about their husbands, like all these guys with their tobacco and blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And the wife's sister in Cuba was like, yeah, he's going nuts because all his palo de oro is flowering. So literally, like, you know, these plants grow. At the top is the flower. Yep. That's where all the seeds come right. from, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, they were then able to get right on a plane when Pepin heard. He said, give me the phone. Got on the phone with the guy. He said, all right, we're going. They took a dozen Gerber baby food jars right. and put them in the dishwasher, sterilized the jars, and got all the seeds. So it was Pepin and Maria, his wife, Jaime and Donnie Lay, and it was Yanni. So they go to the airport. And what happens, just like you have your carry-on right there, right. Mm-hmm. so now this is Latin culture. This is the way this works. They decide, all right, who's going to have the seeds? They give them to Pepin's wife. Why do you think that is? They didn't check her bag. Why? Because in Latin machismo culture, mm-hmm. they wouldn't open your wife's laundry and uh, look at her stuff in front of you. Oh, it's okay. disrespectful to right. you. Uh, so they said, okay, ladies, you're all set. Come through. We're going to detain these guys and talk to them for a little while right. and see what they do. What were you doing here? And then they got the seeds back to Nicaragua, mm-hmm. and they're one of two people that can grow yep. Palo de Oro effectively year in and year out. It's in <laughs> all the funny. My Father That's Limiteds. Funny. But the Jaime Limited has a Viso Broadleaf wrapper with seven leaves of Palo de Oro. It's just an amazing nuance, luxury balance. And not only that, it's only like 18 bucks. I got three left. Well, I have four box. boxes in Portsmouth, so. I, well, we'll talk. Let me know, big shooter. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of Portsmouth, in the next segment here is uh, Local Spotlight. We're going to talk about federal cigar in general here, not sure. just the Culebra, Culebra, Culebra and Epping, yeah. Yeah. 
Portsmouth, so, Slow Burn Lounge, Federal Cigar Upstairs Retail, yeah. Really you know, cool. A, a very, very dear friend of mine was an usher in both my weddings. Fed Ed. Uh, is Fed Ed. Great, great, great guy. He's an Salt usher in both my weddings. What an amazing yeah. man he yeah. is. A lot yeah. of times, like, you know, Dave, you hit a home run, like, that's an amazing yeah. guy to have as a member I'm and awesome. a supporter of your brand. Yeah. Fed Ed. Fed Ed. He's also a member here, by the way. Yeah. It, and in Portsmouth. Just salt of the earth, that guy. Really great dude. Yeah. Met Ed a few times. We've been up there. Yeah. Nice guy. And so, how's uh, Dover doing? That's relatively new. The new, you, like, it used to be the little store so, down the street there. Now it's yeah. Like so it went a year from and a half two, now? Yeah. So two fifty five Central Ave to five hundred five Central Ave. I mean, a million dollar build out. Yeah. The ventilation and the you know the expansion of the space is gorgeous. It was bald face books or bolt yeah bolt uh, bolt face books. Mm-hmm. We got that lease you know pretty attractive. Got it how we wanted. It's just a gorgeous space. Live music yeah. on Thursdays. Amazing selection of cocktails, bourbons, whiskeys, mm-hmm. everything you want. It's a dreamboat. It's yeah. really a gorgeous lounge. Probably the nicest bar in Dover. It just happens to be you can smoke cigars there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really nice. Was that Ed texting you? I'm texting him. Oh, yeah. He's the greatest dude around. Fat Ed. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I love that guy. <laughs> yeah. It's good stuff. So, yeah. So when uh, when you guys moved the, the Dover store up the street, we went up there and checked it out. It was yeah. pretty nice. It was right when it first opened up. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's a really gorgeous lounge. And really, you know, this so uh the guy that owns this place, you know, really did an amazing job delivering beautiful spaces. Mm-hmm. So it's not not to every place has its own identity, right? Like Garofalo's joints are like the way he wants them. Mm-hmm. Kurt's place is a good reflection of his personality. It's twins, twins, twins. You know what I mean? Twins, but twins. these places, mm-hmm. this Federal Cigar, the Dover, the Portsmouth store, have that like Sexy, swanky, speakeasy type of vibe yep. to it. Yep. Portsmouth, Dover is the same, but it's just a different layout, nuances. And it's nice because there's different sections yeah. in a big open space, so you still feel like intimate. You can have your own little banquette. I mean, there's a sitting area like this with a 75-inch TV, world-class yeah. ventilation. That's really what separates those type of places, yeah. you know? That's yeah. big money to do that, though. The barrier to entry, everybody thinks it's just so easy. I'm going to go open a cigar lounge. I'm going to be in the cigar business. It's very hard. Yes, yes. It's a yes, lot of red tough. tape. Yep, yep. We're under attack every day from the government, too. Yep, I mean, yeah. at some point, we're going to talk about Tobacco 21 on here. That's yep. just the, So Dover was the first one in New Hampshire. The students made Tobacco 21 happen in like seven minutes. We didn't even have a chance to go in front of the town. They went down to the meeting, said, like, we don't think this is how it should be. It should be 21. And like eight minutes later, the town of Dover, oh, Dover was, was 21? first one before before wow. it was a federal law. Yeah. It was the first one in New Hampshire. Wow. That had been going on in New, in Mass like every day for a while. Every other day, there'd be a right, different, right. different one. Right. But in New Hampshire, Dover was the first one. Wow. And it just happens to be that it's like a very trendy, liberally type of area. So these mm-hmm. kids were like, oh, we hate you. If you smoke, if you don't smoke, if you drink, you don't drink. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. That's your call to make. But yeah. I want you to be able to choose to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm not, I'm that's what sucks about choice. you're taking away everyone's choice fundamentally, mm-hmm. which right. is a real buzzkill. On that topic, I wanted to ask you about that. Does having the smoking age be 21 make it easier because you have a lounge, a bar? Yeah. Being twenty one, so it's just all twenty one now. In, in, yeah, it's fine by store. me because that's not really our demographic. Right. Yeah. But when there was like twelve guys that were getting ready to deploy that wanted to come in and buy a cigar, and I had sure. to say no to them. 
That's mm-hmm. what I hated. Oh, yeah. absolutely. That's, that's the part that sucks. Mm-hmm. That's not our crowd. And that was the compromise that they made with Tobacco 21. They said, all right, if we can have the FDA kind of lax, which I don't believe that's going to happen. We're still fighting for our lives, if you right. will. Yeah. But yeah, nonetheless, yeah. Tobacco 21, in my opinion, was a compromise. And I don't know if it was the right compromise. It's like a toll going in. Right. You say, oh, well, yeah, they'll take it out when they're done. No, they won't. Never no, they'll it'll never go out. away. The toll never thing. go away. You know, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It, it's easier. Yeah, you can't have anyone here. It's not twenty one. Sorry, yeah. don't blame me. Blame the government. I don't have to tell you. Yeah. yeah, that's all. It just hands sucks. Tied. Yeah, hands it tied. What can you do? Yeah. It's a business full mm-hmm. of restrictions. The government's in it now. It's tough. That's why you see price increases. Mm-hmm. Every manufacturer this year is said, okay, five percent, seven percent, five percent, seven. They come out with these increases because literally they're fighting for our rights. People don't realize that when you pick up a cigar and buy it, this guy or these corporations or this person, right. Could be spending a million dollars a year for your right to do this. Mm-hmm. Right, they're not doing that for nothing. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Along the lines of the different demographics in your different shops here, it's all pretty much the swanky thing here. No, not, no, not necessarily. And, no, not the, at all. In the lounges, no. It's not no I mean, compare like, it to some of the other places. It's no, more, yes and no. I mean, like Portsmouth, you people automatically assume it's like this uber, like highbrow type of person. No, like, it's not at all. Oh, Portsmouth. No, no not at all. This, Portsmouth is loaded up with good dudes like Fed right. mm-hmm. that are like just good working people that are nice, generous. Yeah. There's not, and then on like a particular weekend night, there's younger-ish folks, 28 to 35, mm-hmm. man, woman, couple, groups of folks, up to 60s, 70s, 80s. It, it, this is a melting pot of different people, yeah. different yeah. age brackets. I'm, I'm talking more about the decor and the the way the yeah, yeah, the way they're laid out, sure. Yes, the, the, yes, the, the, yeah, sure. the decor, That's yeah, what I mean. absolutely. Yeah. They, they yeah, have a certain look. look. They all have an aesthetic about them. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Color schemes, aesthetics. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's, we decided these work pretty well. It's mm-hmm. Just classy enough, presentable yeah. enough. Yeah, mm. it's very casual. Yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. But well, upscale. Hit enough. the right notes. Yeah. Calibra's Calibra's right more of a laid back uh, in comparison here yeah. in Epping compared yeah. to you know say Portsmouth. Not that that's highbrow, if you will, but you'll get. Everything in here. It's mm-hmm. it's an eclectic group, and uh, nobody puts on airs. There's uh, right. I can't think of one guy. I wish he wasn't here. That's sure. Here. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, Good anyway, the way, where I was going with this is federal has its uh, demographic or its model or whatnot, and it doesn't collide with like twins. They have a completely different. Well, they're owned by different demogra- people, right? Right, right? So they have their right. own personality footprint. Yes, and two guys, Garofalo's places. They're yeah. it's very different. Eric over at uh, Castro's. Castro's. It's very Definitely different. Definitely unique. He's right? got all very the in town locations: right. downtown Manchester, downtown Nashville. Yeah, we're it's on the sea Very coast. different. Very and, different. And the cool thing about it is all of these cigar uh, shops and chains when all work together. In the business here, nobody's like stepping on each other's toes. It's not like a competition. Nobody's on top of each other. No, but some yeah. you know some of these customers will go to a place and they'll say, "Oh, you know, Jeremy sells me these things for this price." That happens all the time. Well, that's dude. A, that's a whole different thing. And that's when the- somebody tries to like lowball me. They don't really think like, all right, I've got 21 guys I have to pay. I have an ownership stake in this company now. I've got to make sure that this lounge can exist. Mm -hmm. This is a brick-and-mortar retail operation. So sometimes customers, what happens is, this is a good example, right? You guys all met in a cigar store. Now you have your hacks, your podcast, you have your group. But yeah. you're not just like a regular customer anymore. So a lot of times customers, and this has been my experience for a long time. I've been around this thing well over 20 years now, eventually feel, 
all right, well, I should be able to pay only 5% above wholesale. Right. Oh, well, how no, the no. f*** do you think Kurt's going to be able to keep his lights on? Or Dave's right. going to be able to like pay for his daughter's yeah, college? Yeah, yeah. Or this place is going to be able to have this lounge? It's no. very important when you go to a place to do what you did. Go and buy something from the organization. Yeah, that's Don't ask them do. for a discount. No. Go buy something and say, and by the way, I have a ton of stuff that I had on Black Friday sale. Like, if anyone's listening to this podcast right. and they said, all right, I like Sokka, mention the Cigar Hacks podcast. Come to Epping, see either myself or Nate, and I will give you 35% off on a box of any Sokka thing you want. Well, there you okay? go. Naka Tamale, Sobra Mesa, Mi Carita. Good I'll do know. that for you. Yeah, yeah. good to know. Because yeah. those cigars aren't always cheap, right? That's right. So here you go. Get yeah. a deal on it. Try it out. See what you think. Yeah. Yeah, whatever you want. But I'm just saying everybody, but that's not every day of the week. And just because I'm choosing to do that doesn't mean that if Dave or Kurt or Eric or whomever doesn't want to do that, that they're bad people. No, not at all. Just like a lot of guys focus on developing their own Mm -hmm. brands in their stores, and that's what they like because Mm -hmm. they want to have more control versus the inverse of that, like the manufacturer setting the tone and controlling the pricing. That doesn't mean those cigars are bad. Like, this is a we thing. We're all in this together. Yeah, yeah. It's real important that can everybody you, remembers that. Can you can you talk a little bit about and I'm gonna ask you in particular, some of these cigars that are thirty dollars a pop. Sure. Okay, so one in particular, and I'll be honest here, during a two guys event a few years ago, I walked up to Nelson Afonso and he yep. said, What do you think of my, my cigar? And I said, It's a great cigar, but I wouldn't pay thirty four dollars for it. Which for which case Dave Garofalo said would you buy a $40 steak? I said, yes, I would, but I'd share it with my wife. I'd share it with somebody. A steak. A steak. Not a stick. I a thought 40, you said a stick. No, a $40 steak. <laughs> steak. Yeah. I said, then I'd take it probably home because I couldn't finish it, and I'd have it on another night. I said, so some of these cigars that are like 30 and 40 bucks, and there were certain brands out there, I mean, why are they set so high? I mean, because so especially me, when you have so many great cigars right. that are in the $12 range. Yeah, so there's a million great cigars between $8 and $12. Right. Mm-hmm. So to give you this, so look at it this way. A good example, Hammer and Sickle, Davidoff. Right. That's who made the Hammer and Sickle cigars, right? Avo, Camacho, Zeno, Griffin, whatever. Right. All these cigars are made there. Then there's Davidoff, which can be 38 bucks, That's 42 right. bucks, 50 bucks. What makes those cigars better than... okay? Because my my question is, what do you think the cost difference is to make Avo, Zeno, Griffin, Camacho, Davidoff, uh, all the way up to Davidoff? What do you think the dollar difference is to be to make that cigar? Nothing, right? It can't be anything. It's sure. nothing. It's all made in the same place. Uh, okay. So my point to you is you don't sell the steak. You sell the sizzle. Right. What makes it worth that is what somebody's willing to pay. They're, they're marketing a luxury brand. And I'm not saying they're bad people for doing it. No. They've made just like Padron. I don't think every Padron that's $28, in my opinion, correct, $29, 30 They're right. my friends, by the way. They have cigars that are 50 bucks. Right. I would get three cigars for $50 that's right. before I bought one of those, but that's me. But there's I'll a do- time and place for that, Jeremy, right? Yeah, there is a time and place for that. Where do you go for, when do you go buy a $40 steak? You do it on your anniversary with your wife. Right? When would I buy a forty dollars stick? I don't buy forty dollars. <laughs> no, but if you got a new well, job, if you were celebrating the special occasion, if my buddy was getting married, yeah, you know, right, right? I'd yeah. buy some. You know, those are your st- It's for celebratory moments, and mm-hmm. yeah, I'd I, buy a six dollars stick and put their label on it. <laughs> there you go. And, and I'll <laughs> be Jewish, honest: man. the more I smoke, the the more I'm looking for those value sticks in that you know eight to ten range, six to ten range, and, and I'm finding dynamite. And Jeremy, you're turning right. me on to a lot of good ones, and some other yes. guys are too. But you know, there's a time and place for that, and I don't think they're looking for the same 
audience as the you know as right, those right. sticks and oh, the, you, thing, uh, the thing about Nelson Alfonso cigars though that is far and away discernible to him yeah and it's not even the the quality of presentation if I had to say for me yeah. I'm going to spend big money on any one cigar the chain of custody the lineage right. back to Cuba from the inception of the first grow ever. The history, the story that they tell, the packaging, the way his jars are, the way that his art is, they do it all right. Right. So if it's $40 or $10, it's still an amazing story that he's telling, and it's all unbelievable quality materials. But again, what is it worth? It's worth what there's an ask for every seat. That's right. It's worth what somebody's willing to pay. Yep. For me personally, though, you got to remember, I haven't bought cigars and had, but I still buy cigars, but I'm just saying, it wasn't the same for me because I worked for one company. I got all the cigars I wanted. Right. I grew to love those the most. That doesn't mean that if somebody goes and buys an Atabay or a Bandolero or whatever they are, that they're bad. That's just like, you know, it's a luxury brand and whatever. It's marketed a certain way. They're great people, great smokes. But again, my opinion, there's nobody that comes close to the packaging side of that. There's nobody that comes close to the storytelling, the lineage. If you look for all those little details, if you look at it from the outside – Pretty gorgeous material, gorgeous final product. Is it worth that? It's worth what you're willing to pay. Mm-hmm. And it's worth to try it, too. The other thing is there's $500 behind it, right? There's, right, there's, some, that, case, yeah, there's sure. some that go 500 bucks. <laughs> Not that I'm – I. It, so at one time in my life before I ran the Cigar Masters in 2000 – yeah, 2000-ish, I started doing mortgages in finance mm-hmm. for a living. And I was making a lot of money, like quite a bit of money. For a kid that was living in Fall River, I had a lot of money. So when I ran out of to spend it on, buying watches, rims. vintage guitars, rims. Of course I had rims, <laughs> yeah. Everything like that. But when I when I decided, I said, all right, I was getting to talk to some guys in Providence and one guy that's very highbrow, fancyish guy, he's a fellow at Brown. He goes, Oh yeah, my friend deals in antiquities but also has rare cigar pipeline. So I bought Cuban Davidoffs from 1983 because that's what Gordon Gecko had. If when uh, what does he say? Blue, blue. Uh, what is what's his? Yeah, <laughs> blue Anacot Steel. Yeah, blue. What's his face? Loves Anacot Steel. He gave him a box of the Cuban Davidoffs. I bought a box of them. They were 125 dollars a cigar. Greed is good. Greed is good. I didn't care. <laughs> I bought them because I figured, you know what? Me and my buddies are all going to try one and see what they're all about. Yeah, and it was an experience. You and know? it was an experience. You Personally, they were. <laughs> I would have rather have bought five good boxes of cigars for me. But that's what it is. It's what, you know, life, you only come once. You know what I mean? We don't get out alive. We're all going to die, and you don't get a sequel to this yeah. thing. So yeah. whatever you experience. want. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to Conspiracy Corner here. Uh, so usually we have one of our conspiracy buffs with us, but we don't have anybody with us tonight. So we're going to have to wing wake. it. And so we've been talking about impeachment things and Boop. the Iran deal and, and QAnon and all of that kind of good stuff. You sure. guys up on any of that stuff? A little. I'm usually the odd man out here. I still find it absolutely <laughs> amazing that our conspiracists, without saying a name, our conspiracists will bring up material that you won't see in the news until six weeks later. Yeah, it's interesting. And I'm like, wow, where do you get your material? Yeah. That's incredible. I know Epstein didn't hang himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to reckon to tell you that. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Yeah. That's, oh, that's a mess. Yeah. Everybody knows the total mess over there. Yeah. Oh, the camera just happened to be out. Mm-hmm. You know, the Tapes, guards happened everything. to be yeah, sleeping. It's, it's all bad. Oh, yeah. It's not good at all. Not good. What do you think, Reverend? You're being all quiet over there. What do you think? <clears throat> well, I'm not into politics. So he stays on. Better off. All right. Yep. Not into politics. Good. Yeah. That's old dog and pony show. I mean, Nancy Pelosi's not, you know, putting forward her articles of impeachment. She's waiting for the right moment to 
Absolutely. You know, hide she wants to else control the process of the information, which is in fact a quid yeah. pro quo. Yeah. Right. She's exactly. a little yeah, she's a little ironical in her delivery, exactly. but whatever. Exactly. Impeaching, but she's waiting for the right moment. You know, it's a, it's well, a, it's you know, amazing. You want a fair trial in the Senate, you know? I, yeah. and you know, when you've got the GOP saying, We're not gonna give it a fair trial, you gotta try and get some leverage to get, you know, nah. as the line much. is completely split. It really is. <laughs> Let the Republicans yeah. get to that vote and it'll be gone. Yeah, so the Senate is saying that if she doesn't file the articles, they're going to throw it out. That's right. Before she even files them. <laughs> like, I'll tell wow. you, I, I, if, if you got nothing to hide, you know, let people testify. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, yep. that's my view on it. Yeah, oh, yeah, every, every, everybody's Never down on a... our president for, uh, for uh, bombing Iran. It's like, listen, he's not just doing this on a hunch. He has the best generals in the world working for him. He said he's smarter Knowing, than all the generals. He, you know, but he still, doesn't like to read. His intel he's is not, incredible. He's just arrogant. The reports he knows that guy, he's not The reports that, that guy gets, he Come can't on. read the reports. You know what they do? Get out of they here. They make a cartoon with a caption. Yeah. That's a right. report for Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. He's not resident Trump hater, by the way. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you a Democrat? Yeah. Trust me. I don't love the Democrats. I didn't think Hillary Clinton was a good candidate at all. I blame her for having Trump in the White House right yeah. now. I'm fed up with everything, to be honest with you. Uh, so I'll but, tell uh, you, I was, a, I was a diehard Democrat all my life. And then two years ago, I went to the polls. And the first name I saw was Warren. And I immediately withdrew from the Democratic Party. Sure. She's the Just worst. like that. And I actually asked the police officer, what's your last name? And I wrote in his last name. And I said, <laughs> I will be an independent well, here, here's the from problem. this point on. You've got the fringes on the far left and the fringes on the far right right with the loudest voices, and they're controlling the conversation, where I think 90% of Americans are somewhere more in the middle, but somehow we've lost our voice. You know, mm-hmm. now you're on a team. You're either wearing a red jersey or a blue jersey. That's right. And and it's just, it's a dangerous yeah. direction to go in. And, you know, we'll discuss it here. But the one thing you learn, too, when you sit down here with people with different ideas than you, and a cigar lounge is a great example of this. Is, hot button. They're not, but I might disagree with that guy, but at the end of the day, I'm walking out of here, you know, but I really like that guy. Yeah, he's, he's a nice, a nice guy. guy. So yeah. it almost makes you, you can have a conversation you know, about it. it and it's it makes you like realize a, that. You can agree to disagree with somebody and still yeah. be a grown up. It'd still be like, hey, Dave, you're my boy. I love you. You're the right. greatest. I don't care if you like Bernie or whatever. Who do, what do I care? I'm up for Mayor Pete right now. Either way. <laughs> there you go. But, yeah, it's, uh, you know, you, you, when you sit in a cigar lounge and you talk to people and these things inevitably come up, you realize that there's decent people on the other side of the argument, and it, it, it helps with the discourse. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're an American citizen you love America, I love you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Iranian thing there. This guy was a bad dude. I don't have a problem with it. I haven't picked found, him right out. I haven't found anybody who's had the right solution, Democrat, Independent, or Republican, yeah. who's won in the Middle East. So at the end of the yeah. day, if we took out a bad guy, I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't. No, you but know? people and, are more worried that you've moved, like, the liberal Iranians closer to the, like, you know, maniacal, crazier ones. You've unified some crazies now because of it. But if it's you really, didn't do it, you would have pissed off somebody else. You just you can't win over there. It's a no. hornet's nest of right. people who... Yeah. And they the all worst hate thing each other for gonna, of years. The, the worst idea is that we think we're going to democratize them. Oh, you no, know? not going to happen. Right. Nobody wants that. I stand by what I say. It. I said it a long time ago. Just let Israel take care of the problem. They will. They are badasses. They I was will. in Tel Aviv last year, man. You don't want to mess with Israel. You know, not just because I'm Jewish. Tough as nails. I'll tell you, a number of times, um, the man that used to live next door to my father was a colonel in the Mossad. 
And he used to say, Israel and a number of uh, Middle East conflicts stated, we will take out every oil well they have. And every country was like, no, 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 you can't do that. You can't watch. do that. Including us. Watch. And, including us. Including us. We were like, you can't do that. Yeah, and Israel was saying, you shoot a <laughs> missile at us, we'll blow your country apart. And plain and simple. Israel's in a and, tough spot. Yeah. Every single one of those people they, wants to see them all burned to death. Sure, yeah, they're surrounded on every side of people who just want them wiped off the planet. Yep, I yep. like their hostage. You know, their their hostage thing. It would negotiate. Yep. Yeah, mm. no, we're we'll, lock and loaded. We're going to go in and uh, you we'll know take care of the problem. Badass. We'll deal with the collateral those later. Those IWI yeah, guns are pretty awesome. Yeah, they they're don't not do playing the over there. They know how to fight. Six no day war. Awesome. The six day and you know, yeah, I know a lot about the six day war. You know, people don't realize nine countries they went up against in six days. All the way to the Golan Heights. No nonsense. Yeah, it's a tough thing talking about Iran because obviously that guy was a pig. He's a bad person. People don't realize, like, too, honestly, that's a guy, like, if he didn't agree with your sexual orientation, he would throw you off the roof, right? right? He killed you. Mm -hmm. He would kill you. He'd go to your wedding like Uday, Saddam's kid. Saddam, the real problem was when you got rid of the gatekeeper. When you got rid of Saddam, even though he wasn't Sunni, he was Shiite, right? He wasn't Sunni. You got rid of him. They were only 15% of that population, right. but he kept the other 85% in check. Right. We're talking when, Iraq now instead of Iran? I, well, yeah. both. We're talking about the region, right? right? What happened was you got him out of the picture. Well, I'm, I'm intermingling him a little bit, but you get him out of the picture. The balance of power is disrupted. So now there's offshoots, and that's where you see this guy. They shoot down the drone. There's nonstop. They attack the fields, the Navy. It's just it's a lot. I was, I, I Iran is not, they've not been a fan of the United oh. States like in forever. Forever. Right. Yeah. In forever. And, right. and, and sending it, them pallets of cash isn't going to help. No. <laughs> no. It's just, just insane. isn't going to help. I heard so, about uh, at the guy's funeral, Samid, the general, what was his name? Samid, something like that. Yeah. Uh, 53 people got like trampled. Yeah. There was to like a the casket. riot. Yeah. Everybody. Uh, they said, you know, they like let people like, oh, if you can make it to the front, you can touch the casket or something. And, like 53 people got killed. Yeah, getting like trampled. At the same time, though, they believe what they believe, and yeah. like I'm all for like leaving them alone and letting them figure it out too. Mm-hmm. I yeah. just don't want anybody wanting to kill all our troops and everybody over there. We're allowed yeah. to be over there in some of the neighboring countries. Mm-hmm. It's not their business if we're there. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. off. And the whole embassy thing was that was the the trigger for this. Yeah, and this whole thing yep. of uh, you know forty virgins. Not for yeah, nothing. Sex with a virgin sucks. No fun. <laughs> I just yeah. don't get it. Yeah. They don't you know, know how to I do wanna, anything. Yeah. No, I don't want to have to teach any girl anything right. at this point. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd rather like just date suck me Susie and leave it at that. Yeah, it's, no, it's difficult. I mean, it's a difficult topic. <laughs> yeah. What do you yeah. say? Who knows? All right. You want to recap this cigar oh, here? we got to rate it. Mm. So what we do is we rate a cigar. Go around the room. One we rate ten. a cigar one to ten. And it's all individual. So... We'll start so, off with uh, Dominic. Well, I like the Herrera Esteli. It's probably my favorite Drew Estate. So I will give it, not that I'm biased or anything, but is this any different than the one with the blue band? Yes. Yeah. Blue yeah. band's got a different wrapper, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do like the blue band one, and this one's still pretty good as well, but I will give it a nine. Ben Solid is. rating. To the kind of a rookie score, though. you got to look at it like uh, like one bite. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows where you got to use decimal points. Oh, we do. We I'm do. making a joke. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Doing a point we, we get. We press. Do. We do. Yeah, we get some we of those seven yeah. fives or the eight point eighty eight. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like the cigar. I think uh, either you or Dave gave me this when I first met you guys at the Plaza Cigar. Uh, it wasn't me. Cause uh, it's probably it was probably probably, uh, probably uh, me. Rick. Rick. Uh, but uh, I like the cigar. Uh, it's a little 
you know, I, I'm, I'm a mild type of guy, but it's a little mild to medium. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it uh, a 9.25. Very high, nice. High marks. High marks. Very nice. Just remember, 10 is like, you can never go any higher than 10, That's right. right. Okay. 10's right. the yeah. best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, uh, Dave. I enjoyed the construction. It was well put together, burnt well, drew well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was, uh, I enjoyed the flavor of it. Uh, my only knock I would really give it is it was a one trick pony. All the way you through, know, it right? was one flavor, you know, yep. uh, one top profile. to bottom. Exactly. And, and it was a good trick, but I enjoy a little bit of a, a change to the right. flavor profile as I, as I get through it. A so symphony. I'm going to give it a good score, 7.8. Okay. There you go. Buzz Killington steals my rating. I wasn't going to go the eight, but it was going to be somewhere. So, cold draw, great. Mm -hmm. Wrapper appearance, sheen, nice, gorgeous. Construction, fundamentally, amazingly made cigar. Probably made in that El Titan de Bronze factory. All of it, very nice. Enjoyable. Good aroma. But the other thing, too, when you're smoking a cigar, is always give yourself a little hit of this good aroma, but also good combustion. Mm -hmm. How's the cigar burn? Razor, good burn line. All that being said, for my palate, it's like a seven, seven, six, five, seven, seven, five, seven and three quarters. You could get, you could go seven eight with me. It doesn't. No, no, no. I can't copy you. But you could, it's not copying. We would just agree. Seven six five. That's horse. It's a seven eight. He knows it. All right, I'll go seven eight if it makes you happy because <laughs> I care you. about you. But but just the same, it's a great cigar. You can enjoy. You can see, here's yeah. the thing. I prefer to lean just like you towards the more fuller body ish type of cigars that might have a little more punch or pop or complexity or whatever. This, like you said. One note, kind of, the whole way through, but that's fine because that might be what I want in that moment. I feel you could smoke the cigar, first cigar of the day, right. or last cigar of the evening. It's yep. very much neutral in all categories. Yeah. Before you ate, after you ate, before you go to bed, when you first wake up, cup of coffee, middle of the day. Before you brush real, your teeth. Well, yeah, definitely before you brush your teeth. But nonetheless, a really good balanced blend. Yeah. I like it quite a bit. It is mm-hmm. good. And I could tell it was discernibly Willie Herrera-esque. Right. Mm-hmm. I like it. I'm smoking it down to the nub. I'm giving it an 8.5. Mm. Um, it's a good cigar. I like it. It was a cigar when I started, and it's a cigar when I finish. Yeah. <laughs> Still a cigar. What are you going with, Dave? I'm going with an 8 three quarters. Oh, 8.75. All right. Strong. Guys are leading, bringing That's a lot good. of heat with these ratings. Yeah, coming yeah, out strong. Know. I like it. Well, I like to even burn it. You know, the, the ash burns real even. Yeah. I've only had to relight it one time. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, it, it has a little strongness in it. Uh, I'm not a strong guy, like I said before. But it's got the taste, the aroma's good. And uh, that's what I like in a cigar. And that's the reason I gave it a, a high rate. Yeah, the, and, the, and the total comes out to an 8.43. There you yeah. go. That's so a this good is, day. So we have an 8.4 score. cigar. Yeah. yeah. This is a retail around 10 and a half. Yeah, that's yeah, a that's a 10, quality 50, stick. 11, yeah. Somewhere somewhere between ten and eleven dollars. I wish I was an eight point four three. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so that takes care of that and it's time to wrap things up. See you, Nate. Thanks for the podcast, Juice. We'll let Jeremy Bye, come hey. back here. Um just like to make yeah. sure everybody understands how they could join the Calibra Club. Oh yeah. Uh if they are so inclined. Uh come down to our Epping store. Uh talk to anybody who's behind the counter, they'll give you a tour. Uh, if there's a member back here and you're local and you want to sit down for a smoke, you know, just ask. Say, hey, you know, I heard about it on the podcast. I- I'd love to check out the room. And I'm sure any guest uh, back here uh, will let you, you know, stay, have a, a drink and have a cigar and get a feel for it. Um, highly recommend you check it out and just talk to some of the members. They're great guys. And uh, 
I love it down here. Right. And, and most of all, thank you very, very much for inviting us. Yes, thank Guys, you. I'm thank so you. glad I got a chance is, to meet you. you. I hope this is, uh, this is the first stick we've smoked together. I hope it's sure. uh, the first of many. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you guys are good company. I appreciate you uh, coming to visit us. And you're welcome anytime. When you do Hackapalooza, you, you know how to get in touch with me. Uh, love to have you come down with your guys. And, uh, There's a lot of us. How many you got? Was it 17? Um, yeah, yeah there's, gonna be a, there's 14 to 17 guys. Coming Talk through. to me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we're going to come through here on the yeah. schedule. Yeah. We're, going, we're going from uh, London Derry to yeah. Rochester on Saturday, that that Saturday. Yeah, so come on. Uh, reach out to me. We can, we can, I'm sure we can work something out. And uh, just to make sure I didn't misspeak, uh, we've got Jeremy back here. Jeremy, how can people join the Calibra Club? All you have to do is uh, just email me, jsaws at federalcigar.com, or stop by and leave your info with either Nate or Bobby Cahill or the Kid Mark. Piece of cake. Is there a secret handshake or passcode word? None of that. No, <laughs> no, no. All you got to do is just produce your credit card and say you want to join. Yeah, it's really it. easy. It's not expensive. By the way, all this for less than a dollar a day. 24-7 access. That's the thing that's the most fundamental takeaway. It's less than a dollar a day. Not nice. that, again, not that, uh, you know, go to, if you live, like you guys all live around 125 down right. that end or whatever, right. it's not that far. No, now it came twice a week. It's really closer than what you think, you know? Yeah. Took yeah. me a half hour from Salem. That's what I mean. It's not yeah. that far. Yeah. To have. Come down. Watch the playoff games. Right. You know? Yeah, have a great time. Yep. There'll be manufacturing. Uh, like, there'll be like a big pig roast. There was a Christmas party that we catered. There'll be stuff that goes on. Again, uh, Cool Labor Club, first right of refusal on things like, say, Opus X. Legal Lounge exclusive, the rare and allocated stuff. That's all available to these guys first, too. I want them to yep. feel like they're ah. getting something. Mm-hmm. Aside from this, which is more than enough anyhow, like Bobby right here behind us works here. One day hey, a week, one and a half days yes, a week. Bobby. He's, also a member, he's also a member of the club. Yep. Because oh, he lives locally. Too. Tough yeah. cat. Hey, Watch out. Yeah, don't mess go. around when he's in here. Be uh, careful. Hey, oh. Mind your P's and Q's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's uh, wrap this baby up. All right. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh. Got to get the get hey, set up here. Okay, thanks to the panel and the guests. Dommy to Dominator. I said, hold on. Oh, hold on. I just got to get off Tinder. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Swipe right. Hey. Set it up. Swipe. Yeah. Hold on. That's going to be Look. proactive on Tinder, too. You got to go right. through a lot of swipes. Oh, okay. Okay. Is it me? Thanks. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate having us here at the... Uh, Calibre. Culebra. Culebra. Culebra Club. Culebra Club. The Kool-Aid you Club. If you pay, you can call it whatever the you want. Cool <laughs> <laughs> Club. Thank you guys. Appreciate it very much. Reverend Avi. Hallelujah. 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 Hey, everybody. Hope you have a good week. I want to thank the uh, uh, Federal Cigar for having us up here for a podcast. Uh... It was a pretty good podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, and also, too, uh, all the guys that uh, that are overseas are, are that are being employed over there, if you have your computer with you or whatever the case may be, go into Cigars for Warriors and uh, put in an order for some cigars. And just be safe uh, to the guys that are pulling out of Fort Bragg, the uh, quick react- the reaction force. Be safe over there. Uh, just take care, and we'll see you in the next program. Yep. Do you guys do Scars for Warriors here? We have before, yeah. yeah. It's not like a regular yeah. thing, though. You do no. an event? You do events for it? Yeah. I have yeah. before, yeah. Yeah, it's great. We have a name for Dave? Diamond Dave. Diamond Dave. Diamond Dave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Like Colibra Dave. Yeah. Colibra Dave. Colibra Dave. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
All right, thanks for setting this up. Thank, Thank you. you. Really appreciate you guys coming down. Enjoyed your company. You're welcome Surprise. anytime. Yeah. Jeremy. Good to have you. my kingdom. I was finally there. Yeah. Just sit on my throne. Now I'm the Prince of L.A. Good show. Makes sense. I'm from the hood. <laughs> Good job. You did a Good job. No, thank you guys for coming out. Uh, real quick, anybody again that was like watching the podcast or anybody that comes in, so those soccer brands that we talked about and yeah. any of the old lat product that I have yeah. or Quesada, some of it might be five years old yeah. that oh, you can't even buy anymore. I'll give that off at 35% off, wow. but they have to mention the Cigar Hack podcast. There you go. There you go. Mention yeah, the Cigar that. Hacks podcast, and those deals are waiting for you. Again, thank you guys very much for coming out. It's great to have a sip and have a smoke with you. Absolutely. And that was that, right? Good times. Beautiful. Right. Nurse Rick. This town needs an enema. Hey, Enema Boys in the house, and thank you very much to Jeremy and Dave for having us here. It was great to see you again. Absolutely. And uh, thank you very much. This is a got a great Enema two for one. That's right. <laughs> Anytime. You mentioned cigar hacks, you get extra lubricant from me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. This ain't really that kind of club, by the way. <laughs> Just don't get the wrong that's idea. Part of Rick's, that's Rick's club. Just cigar so you know, hacks yeah. after hours. I'll be uh, out there in the social medias. This ain't that type of club in the interwebs. Just say so you know. Okay, this is your humble announcement, producer Cigar Hack Day. To the man! The man! The legend! Thanks to the listeners, you made it through another one. Our social media tag is Cigar Hacks all over the usual channels. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, CigarHacks.com. And Pornhub. All right, send us an email, CigarHacks at CigarHacks.com. See you next time on the Cigar Hacks. Remember, we're just a bunch of hacks talking cigars, etc. You don't happen to have a cigar, do you? 35% off. Yes, we do, Adi. On those brands, sure, yeah, why not? They have to mention the hacks, but yeah.